This episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. Listen, over the last weekend, I went to a family reunion. And unfortunately, that fell on that particular time of the month that all of the women know what I'm talking about. So I had an attitude. I wanted to eat everything. And I was in the South, which means I wanted to eat everything that was terrible for me. And overall, I just wasn't feeling it. I had a great time, just wasn't feeling like myself. Now it's easier to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the show code BLESSED at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. This episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast is brought to you by the Blessed and Bossed Up Society. If you've ever felt alone in your journey and wanted to be around women who get it, women who love God and are about their business, Blessed and Bossed Up Society is for you. This membership community gives you a ton of resources from myself as well as outside experts to help you grow in your faith and your business. To learn more, visit www.blessedandbossedup.com slash community. Again, that's blessedandbossedup.com slash community. Let's start the show. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. So excited about today's episode and the message that I have for you guys. Um, Before we get into that, I want to remind you to get your tickets for the God is my CEO tour. Y'all, I cannot stress the importance of how this is going to be an experience. Like there is so much that God is doing in my life. And there's so much that you can't even put into a podcast necessarily. And I can't even put into a social media posts, it just really has to be broken down and explained. Um, And the best way to do that is in person. And there's also just some supernatural things that God wants to do in this environment that he wants to do for the people who are there. It's one thing to listen to this podcast, but you're listening to it in the same environment that you're in every day, whether it be at work, whether it be on your way to, um, whether it be in the gym, whether you are on your way to work in a car, wherever you are, You're listening to the show, but you're still in your environment. And I believe that God wants to show you the difference of getting into an atmosphere that is led by him. There are a lot of people who listen to the show who have been hurt in churches or turned off um, by churches and things like that. And so because of that, you don't really go into those environments. You would prefer to build your relationship with God yourself. And I believe that God wants to curate 
this environment so that you can have such an experience with him that you can then take that when you, let's say, go to a, a church or something and you'll be able to recognize the difference so much that you will automatically know when you're not in that type of environment when it comes to your regular life. So I I implore you to get your tickets Go to GodIsMyCEOTour.com. We have regular tickets and then we have VIP, which is, of course, you get into the event, but you're able to go to dinner with myself and Kavaya and um, we can really get to know each other or fellowship on a, a more intimate scale. But definitely go get your tickets. You do not want to miss this. Go to GodIsMyCEOTour.com to do that. Um, quick little life day life update before we get into um, today's episode. I'm going to be speaking into speaking in Miami this week. I leave on Wednesday. I'm going to be there from Wednesday the 20th until Monday the 25th. I really don't need a reason to go to Miami. Like I love, I love being in the sun. And when God takes me to the level that he's pushing me into, I'm probably going to get me like a house or something that's on the water because I just personally thrive when I'm in the sun and when I am next to water. So I'm hyped to go to Miami, but I'll be in Miami this week speaking at the Pink Slip Experience. Y'all know Raven Jones. She's been on the podcast multiple times. She's a great friend of mine. Um, Her event is going on this week and I will be there speaking. And it's so dope that I get to go or I just get to hang out with all of the bossy posse. So it's amazing to have just a network of like-minded people. But anyway, I'm going there this week. My husband and I are this close. Y'all can't see me, but super duper close to becoming homeowners. We um, are closing on our home. A few days after I get back from Miami, we'll be closing on our first home slash investment property. I uh, talked about this maybe a while ago on the podcast where um about just me being very interested in real estate and investing and things like that. So we're just super excited to be uh, b- moving into our new home very soon, which will also serve as our first investment property after we move out. So I'm excited. I'm just life is, is amazing. And as you guys know, a couple weeks ago, I talked about just getting some devastating news that really threw me off. And I cannot wait to tell to share with you guys this testimony. I really cannot wait to break it down because in the days and weeks since then, God has just shown me so much that I'm literally stuck and in awe. Like it's hard for me to really do the podcast today because it's like God is is wowing me so much in my life. I I don't have words. Like it's crazy. I'm I'm tongue tied and, and kind of stuck because of what he's doing. And I cannot wait. This is why you have to come to the tour because I I just feel like this is going to uh, this testimony is going to really help somebody in this tour. And oh man, I feel like I'm probably going to have to to even lay hands on some people who have gone through and are going through what I went through. Um, um, but yeah, I'm not even gonna get too much into it. But it's I, I God is just blowing my mind. Honestly, is the best thing that the best way that I could put it. As you can see, I'm getting tongue tied, because it's, it's really unexplainable what he's doing in my life. And I can't wait to share with you guys the testimony that's going to come from that. Another great thing is I'm so close to officially having my MBA. I have one more assignment left, y'all. 
pray for your girl because we've been over here with all nighters up late up early doing the most to get these assignments finished in the midst of everything else that's going on over here and your girl is so close to getting this MBA so just stretch forth your hands to your phone (laughs) to your radio wherever you listen to this podcast and just ask God to just push me over the hump y'all so so close to being done with school and I promise you I'm never going back (laughs) like never going back But yes, a little update of what's going on um, in my life. It's my hope that through this podcast, through all of my platforms, that I really show you guys the fruit of what it means to make God your CEO, what it means to be a follower of Christ, that you could live life and have it abundantly by following God. You don't got to sell your soul to be successful. You don't have to sell your soul to be happy. You can genuinely be saved and happy and have peace and have joy and all these things that God promised us that even if something um, hurts you, that God will give you beauty for your ashes, that everything that you sow in tears, you will reap in joy. I really want my life to be an example in my platform, to be an example and a mouthpiece for God's goodness and mercy. So I share these things that happen within my life to you guys so that you can find encouragement for yourself. Um, throughout the things that you may be doing and also so you can see the way that God may bless me and he's trust me ain't even scratched the surface with me yet but just how he's able to bless me that he will do the exact same and more for you if you just continue to follow him it's genuinely my goal for kingdom living to be more attractive than living in the world. But anyway, that's not even what I came on here to talk about for real. Today's the title of today's episode is don't let confirmation be a crutch. So when it comes to this podcast, the reason I have to stay so rooted in God is because this podcast reaches a large audience of people, a large audience of people that are of various faith levels. So I have to be spirit led when it comes to the content of this show, because if not, then I won't even be able to in the natural. I wouldn't be able to naturally create something that is able to touch so many people in different ways. Like my friend Tish texted me the other day and um, was saying how she was listening to the episode doer and she was telling me what she got from it and how it blessed her and it's funny because the way it blessed her is so different than the way that it blessed other people and it's just a testament to how God is just so amazing and how he will place something in you or give you a business idea or give you a word or give you a message or give you a book title or whatever that he's going to use. It's one book, it's one podcast episode, it's one business, but he's going to use it if you allow him to, he's going to use it to reach so many people differently and so many people strategically that you wouldn't have even been able to do that if you tried to do it yourself. So why it's so important that we make sure that we are that God is a CEO and we are led by him and not by what we want. But I'm, I talk. I wanted to talk about don't let confirmation be a crutch because there are people who listen to the show who may not be, um, let's say, a baby Christian 
right? So they may not, you may not um, be in a position where you don't know God's voice. Like you hear from God, you think you're following God, but I'm here to tell you that it's time to go deeper in your relationship with God. And what happens is once you get to a certain point, faith wise, once you kind of get over the hump of getting to know God and get over the hump of um, allowing him to be the CEO and get over the hump of figuring things out and you kind of have like a little flow now when it comes to your faith you go to church every Sunday you read your Bible relatively often you serve on different ministries you pray you speak in tongues you do these different things so you've kind of gotten a little groove when it comes to your faith it's important though that we always go deeper you know there's always a new level that we have to get to um, in our relationship with God. I had someone call me today who's a prophet of God and very close to me. And she was telling me like, Tatum, you got to go deeper now. You know, the what you've been doing isn't enough for what God has for you. He's going to put you, he's going to, um, and I'm not even going to go into what she told me because you'll just see it um, manifest. But her message to me was, I need to go deeper. Because the level that God has for me is going to require more from me spiritually, you know, and that's not to say that what I've done isn't good enough up until this point, because what I've done and and how he's been able to work in me thus far is what's got me to this point and what's going to get me to what he has for me. But he wants to make sure that I don't mess it up, that I don't get complacent in my faith to where I'm not continuously seeking him, where I'm not still hungry for him. So for that person who is listening to this show, um, and, and you may feel a little comfortable in your faith, you may be listening to this podcast, and now you're listening to it out of routine, as opposed to listening to this show as a as a desperation for revelation there's some people who tune into the show because they're desperate to hear from God because they're desperate for an experience with him and the show is the only way that they've been able to get it or the way that they've been able to get it consistently is through listening to the show but there are others of you who used to be at that point where you were getting these revelations but now you've grown so much that now you're listening out of routine that you may like what I'm saying but that it's not hitting you the same way anymore which is cool because we, as you go, you may need other voices who are speaking to the level that God has for you. But I believe he has me going this way, which is funny because this don't have nothing to do with letting confirmation be the crutch. I don't even know how I got here, but I believe that he is using me to let you know right now that you have to go deeper, that the way that you've been doing faith up until this point isn't conducive for where he's taking you to, that you got to build new muscles because you want to have new weights to lift. That the 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 routine that you've had up until this point isn't good enough. You have to dive deeper. You have to get deeper into the word. You have to consecrate yourself more. You have to fast more. You have to seek God more. He wants more from you. The routine isn't good enough anymore. You've been in church all your life. But he wants your heart more now than ever before. He needs your heart because there's things that he wants to do, but he needs your participation in order to make them happen. So I don't know who that is for, but if it was for you, take it and do what you want with it. But um, what, what I was supposed to be talking about today is not letting confirmation be a crutch. So in the beginning... And I tell people this all the time when you're struggling to hear from God and or if you're struggling to decipher 
God's voice. I always tell people, and I think I talked about this in an episode before to ask God for confirmation. You know, the Bible talks about signs and wonders. And so ask God for those things so that you can be sure that that's his voice. Now that's okay. In the beginning, when you're a baby in Christ, it's okay to be spoon fed like that when you're a baby in Christ. But a part of going deeper is you got to be able to hear God's voice and move. You should know God's voice by now for whomever this is for. You should know God's voice by now. You know God's voice by now, but you keep second guessing it and using confirmation as a crutch. You keep saying, God, show me signs of wonder so I know it's you. God said, I said what I said. You knew it was me. I'm not giving, I'm not showing you 50 million confirmations anymore. I need you to move. I need you to be so willing, so willing and able to obey me, to be so radically obedient to whatever it is that I tell you to do that you don't even wait for confirmation. A lot of y'all are still in the same place that you've been asking God to bring you out of because you keep waiting for confirmation. And God said, I said what I said. Are you going to move because you heard me? Are you going to keep allowing uh, the weight or your need for confirmation to keep you stagnant? Now, again, remember I said, if you're a young baby in Christ and you haven't, you genuinely haven't been able to or aren't able to decipher God's voice yet, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to that person who knows God's voice. But you're using signs and wonders or or your request for signs and wonders or your request for confirmation to keep you stuck. God knows our heart. We can't manipulate him. We can't play no games and try to negotiate. Well, God, uh, let me just ask for some confirmation then, so I could buy myself more time. If he said go, you go. I want you guys to get to the point where you're so obedient that you would rather go and be wrong than not go and be disobedient. I need you to get to that point. It's time for us to grow up, especially you guys who have been listening to this show long enough. You've been listening to the show. You've been reading my books. You got my prayer journal. You done joined Blessed and Bossed Up Society. You got your ticket to the tour. You done read every book that I've recommended to you. You've done all of these things. Now it's time to practice being obedient. Now it's time to practice saying yes to God first and then don't even give yourself an opportunity to be fearful yet. Just say yes and then worry about the details later. So again, do not, for those of you who are listening, do not let confirmation be a crutch. God wants us to go deeper with him. He wants us to be so obsessed with his plan for our life that we just move. And as I'm talking and just working these thoughts out out loud, I hear God say, starve the flesh and feed the spirit. Again, starve the flesh and feed the spirit. Somebody asked me, I think it was on Instagram. I might have been live or something, or maybe it was a DM, but they was asking, how do you stay spiritually connected? You have to to stay plugged into the source in order to get the power. If my phone is about to die, I plug it in to the uh, charger and I plug it into the wall where the power comes in, where the electricity is, and it powers up my phone. And and even using this phone as an example, I'm not even going to take credit um, for this because I have heard this before. So shout out to whomever used this analogy, but it's so powerful that if you have a on your iPhone, for example, right? Because it's the only phone I know. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, it's all Android users. But um, 
on the iPhone, there are apps. If you don't kill the apps, they run in the background and, and drain your battery. If you don't kill the things that are feeding your flesh, they're going to run in the background and ch- and drain your battery and you don't even know it. If you don't kill the things that are feeding all of the things that you keep asking God to, to take away from you, you're being counterproductive. In Ephesians, it talks about in Ephesians 6, 12, it says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We are always in a fight. We are always in a spiritual fight. So it's important that we stay plugged in, we stay charged up, that we put on the full armor of God so that we can claim the victory that is already ours. We have to starve the flesh and feed the spirit. That's a part of going deeper. We don't need any more complacent Christians. There's too much going on in the world right now for us to be complacent, for us to be stagnant, for us to be using confirmation as an excuse to not be obedient to God. We need people in the kingdom that are going to be bold for Christ, that are going to look giants in the face and command that they fall in Jesus name. People that ain't afraid to plead the blood of Jesus on everything they touch, on every place they go, on everything that that tries to present itself against what God said. We don't need complacent Christians. So again, this podcast is for those who have gotten to a certain point in their faith to where you're comfortable. God wants you to go deeper. God wants you to go deeper. He still needs more from you. I just had to be obedient and come on here and talk about that and and talk to that person, whoever you may be. Um, I'm going to end this section right here because I wanted to answer some questions. We haven't answered any questions in a couple of weeks. Um, and I have a few in my DM that I want to dive into. So let's take a quick break and then we'll be back. This episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast is brought to you by Taylor Business Solutions, an operations management firm for the busy and overwhelmed entrepreneur who's juggling multiple brands. They perfect and streamline the backbone of your business. So that means follow-ups, sales, and all of your operations needs. The Taylor team has increased the bottom line of businesses by over $10,000 a month with their strategies and solutions. Taylor and her team are offering an operations improvement session for over 60% off just for the blessed and bossed up listeners. Listen, y'all, don't miss out on this opportunity to get the structure of your business together and to stop leaving money on the table. So go to www.thetailoredbiz.com book to reserve your session. Don't forget to use the offer code BBU19 so that you can claim your discount. Now let's get back to the show. All right, you guys, we are back with questions. How'd y'all like that ad for Tailored Business Solutions? Y'all know Taylor was on the podcast last week. I love her business. I mean, she's just really getting people together, point blank. She knows her stuff and she's getting results. And I highly suggest if you're managing multiple brands that you reach out to her so that she can get the structure of your business together so you could focus on what makes you money and she can make sure you make all the money you're supposed to make and make sure things are running smoothly. Like seriously, her business is amazing. But anyway, get into these questions. This question, if you guys want to submit a question to get answered on the show, the best way to do it is to 
DM me on Instagram at Tatum Tamia, T-A-T-U-M-T-E-M-I-A. I'm almost at 10,000 followers and there's way more than 10,000 of y'all who listen to this show. So can y'all follow your girl on the gram so I could be able to swipe up? That's all I really want to do. I don't care how many followers I got. I'm just trying to swipe up. I'm tired of cooking on Instagram and not being able to share my recipes with y'all because I'm not finna create no extra links and all of that. I just want to be able to let y'all swipe up and I can recommend as many things as I want to. So shameless plug to follow your girl on the gram. <laughs> but let's get into the, to today's question. So she says, hey, Tatum, I recently excuse me. Hey, Tatum, I really want to thank you for your podcast. I have forgotten and given up on God when I first heard your podcast. I so envied the passion you have for him and it caused me to build my relationship with him. But there is something major wedging our relationship. I'm a stripper and have been dancing for many years. Since beginning to listen to God's word, I feel like God wants me out now. Every time I ask what I'm going to, what am going to Okay, so maybe she's saying every time I ask what I'm going to do when I leave here, he gives me half a sign like he gets me there halfway. And I know from there it's supposed to I'm supposed to make the leap and trust, but I'm scared. If I fail and fall, I'm going to fall hard. I bought all Joyce Meyer's books you recommended. The devil is just in my ear reminding me who I am. It's a daily battle. Sometimes I feel I shouldn't go. It's a daily battle. Sometimes I feel I shouldn't go to God until I'm ready to hang up my shoes. And sometimes I'm like, he knows my heart. I know I'm all over the place, but I need your help. I went to church, but I don't feel like they related or I feel like they were too busy. Okay, great question. So listen here. I'm getting the impression from reading this question that you feel ashamed to go to God because of the fact that you're a dancer. and what I really want you to understand is that God loves you despite what you're doing, despite if you're in his will or not, he loves you. God is a God of love. And the Bible also says who he loves, he, who he loves, he corrects. So you getting this nudge to get out of the life that you're in is God trying to bring you back into alignment with what he has for you. Now, understandably so, you're reluctant because this is something that you're doing that you've been doing. This is how you make your money. I understand that completely. But what you have to understand too is who God is. God is a provider. He will not allow you to fall and and, and without being there to catch you. He's a soft place for you to land on. So one thing you have to do um, as you take this leap of leap is to have faith and trust in God, that he won't take you away from something without giving you something better. Okay, so, and then um, you said something I really want to point out. You said that the devil, okay, you said the devil is just in my ear reminding me of who I am. So the devil is a liar, straight up. He's a bold-faced liar. And Whatever he says you are is a liar. Even whatever your actions say is a lie. God said that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are a Proverbs 31 woman. You are a virtuous woman. It doesn't matter if you dance today, tomorrow, next week. You are still a virtuous woman. You are who God says you are. The enemy's job is to kill, steal, and destroy. The enemy 
sees you wanting to hang up your shoes and go to God. So he's going to do everything that he can to keep you from doing that. So I want you to change your perspective and not give in to the lies that he's telling you. I want you to open up your Bible and continue. You said you bought all the Joyce Myers book um, that I recommended. I hope you got the one that says the power of speaking God's word. I want you to go in there and find the scriptures that speak to who you are. And I'm not saying that speak to your situation. I'm saying speak to who you are. You are a woman of God. And don't let anybody tell you different, not even yourself. And so, again, if God is leading you to take this leap of faith, go ahead and leap because he will never leave you nor forsake you. And it's definitely scary. I under I totally get it. I have a um a cousin who is or who was a dancer and um I had some friends in college who were strippers and so my friend or my cousin she saw me kind of hanging around dancers and so with her identifying with that life because she was in it she sat me down to talk to me because she wanted to make sure that I didn't get into that life and so in our conversation I remember her just telling me about the things that she went through in the club and everything that she saw and so she actually gave her life to God and walked away cold turkey from that life and I think that that's such a powerful part of her story matter of fact I'm going to ask her if I could share her information with you because I think she will be a great resource for you because she literally left the club and didn't go back. But in our conversation, um, she was telling me how like after she left the club, she got this job and it was so frustrating having this job because she was used to making a certain amount of money and living a certain lifestyle because that's what dancing um, provided her with. So now she's working this job that's paying her significantly less. That's requiring a lot more of her time to the point where she had to work two jobs just to make ends meet. And she was saying it was such a struggle to, to keep on the, the frame of mind of following what God wanted her to do and not go back to the club. And everything was telling her she should go back from the money she was making was telling her she should go back because she wasn't making as much. The lack of sleep she was getting because she was working so much to barely make any money was telling her she should go back. But she stayed the course and God provided for her. God continued to provide for her and he continued to heal the broken areas. He continued to to do things in her life and she's never gone back. So I, I, I tell a bit of her testimony and I'm definitely going to double check if I could pass her information. I'm sure she will love to talk to you, but I'm telling you her story because I want you to know who God is. And as you continue to read your Bible, remind yourself of who he is. He is a provider. You will not walk away from that place and need to go back. I promise you that. So I, I just wanted to encourage you to let you know that just because this is something that you do, that doesn't take away. That don't make you less of a woman of God. God still loves you. You can still seek him. You can still get on your face before him. You can still have a passion for him. And once you really fall in love with him, your desires are just going to shift so much. And eventually you'll look up and be like, dang, I can't believe it took me this long to just do what you said, God. Life with you is so much better than it was then. Not only are you taking care of me, but I have peace. I have joy. My life is just a fullness of joy. My gosh, you gave me so much beauty for my ashes. I thank you, Lord. You're going to have such a testimony if you just say yes. And I know it's scary. It's definitely scary. It's not easy, but I just want to encourage you 
that everything that the enemy tells you is a lie and that you are who God says you are despite despite what your actions may say right now. And that I promise you, if you leave, if you decide to hang up your shoes, if you decide because you do have to make a decision to hang up your shoes and, and, and go and pursue God and what he wants you to do, that he will blow your mind, that he will do a work in you to where you're unrecognizable to yourself. So, yeah, thank you so much for your question. And I'm going to send you her information because I do believe she she will be such a valuable resource for you because she's done specifically what you're trying to do. Okay, the next question says, I read an article about hearing God's voice, or should I say listening for God's voice? And it said, set a time sometime today to begin listening for God's voice and hearing his promises and plans for you. What are some things that you are doing when you are in your time for listening for God's voice? Are you just quiet? Are you reading the Bible? Are you listening to music? What exactly do you do in that time? Great question. I actually did uh, a live on this this past week. When I go into my time with God, I always have a couple of things. I have my study Bible, my real thick Bible um, that is too big to carry with me everywhere, but it's called the new living, the, excuse me, the life application Bible. And I have it in the new living translation. It's available on Amazon. I'll put the link to it in the show notes for you guys to be able to get it. But I love this Bible because it has so many details. Like it has the scriptures, but in at the bottom, it has a full explanation of what you just read. It has context of where this was, how long, um, this thing or whatever took place it has profiles on different people. So let's say, um, the, I'm reading Exodus and it's talking about Moses. It'll have like a profile on Moses and it'll have like his strength and accomplishments, who he is. Um, what are some of the main themes of this book? What are some of his strengths and weaknesses? Like it has so much in the back, it has a full concordance. So any words you want to look up, biblical term you want to look up you could look it up in the back like it's just such a a dope study bible where it allows the scripture to be real so I always have that with me when I spend time with God I always have either my phone or my ipad because sometimes I might be doing a plan a bible plan on a bible app so right now I told y'all I'm doing the one where it breaks down a whole bible in a year I can't study the bible just on my phone or electronically I need the I need tools right so my study bible helps where I use pretty much that for everything if I'm at home or I'll use like um I have a concordance app on my phone it's called concordance it's not that user-friendly I haven't really found a good concordance that is user-friendly on my phone so I use biblestudytools.com that helps me a lot biblehub.com phone rang biblehub.com helps me a lot um, but yeah, I really like old faithful, which is my big, thick, uh, study Bible. But during that time, I, and then I also have a journal I have is in my journal is pretty much a blank page. I do have the God is my CEO journal for you guys who are new to really journaling on, and seeking God on behalf of your business and stuff like that. It, that journal has, um, writing prompts and stuff that really gives you kind of activities to get you used to spending time with God. That's on Amazon. Just search God is my CEO, um, or search my name. I also put the link to that in my show notes. A lot of people love that journal, but, um, with now in my study time, kind of because I've 
grown out of that way of journaling. That was my way in the beginning. But now I have like a blank notebook and I write down like main themes. I write down what things mean to me. So like, let's take, since we're talking about Moses, let's take the story of Moses, for example. Um, What really stuck out to me as I was reading it recently, because I'm going through this Bible plan. So as I was reading Moses' story, what really stuck out to me was the part where um, God told him to go to Pharaoh and tell him to let my people go. And then God said that Pharaoh's heart was going to be hardened. Then, then God gave Moses the staff so that he could perform signs and wonders. So Pharaoh could know that God sent him. And then Pharaoh would say, okay, I'm gonna let them go. And then Pharaoh would change his mind. And then Moses would have to go back and do all these signs and wonders. And then Pharaoh would say, he'll let them go. Then he'll change his mind again and not do it. Like it was just, it was so much back and forth as I was reading this, like, and in my mind, I was like, God, why he have to go back and forth to Pharaoh so many times if you knew he was going to let the people go? Why couldn't he just let the people go? I feel like this was so much work for something that you knew was already going to work out in that way. Like, why did he have to go through all that? So this is how I'm reading the Bible. So I'm taking these notes in my journal, like, I don't understand why Pharaoh, uh, why Moses had to do all of that. But me writing this down is what I'm, I'm internalizing and putting myself in this story. And what happens is by doing that, when I go through something, when I feel like God is having me take unnecessary steps to for something to happen, now I'm reminded that that's what God does. I may not understand what why he's telling me something I may not understand why he's um having me go this route it even talks about when they were when Pharaoh finally let the people go when they were on their way to the promised land they could have taken one way which was actually the shorter way but God made them take the long way to the promised land so that they wouldn't get attacked um by I think it was the Philistines whoever so they wouldn't get attacked And so that really stuck home or hit home with me because now I'm thinking about my life. Like when, okay, Tatum, if you feel like God is having you do a bunch of unnecessary things, or if you feel like he keeps having you do the same thing over and over again, and you're getting tired of it, or if you feel like you got to take the long way to, to get somewhere, you never know what God is protecting you from. You never know what could happen. You may feel like you could, it's a shorter way to get there, but you don't know what God is protecting you from. So in my quiet time, as I'm using my study Bible, as I'm writing out my feelings in my journal, as I'm really diving deeper into what the word is saying, God is, is speaking to me in that way. I'm, God always speaks to us through our word. So I think we have to stop overcomplicating God. Like he speaks to us in a variety of ways. That's why I always recommend Joyce Meyer's book, How to Hear from God, because she outlines and articulates well the different ways that God speaks to us so now all we have to do is listen if you know that God speaks through his word dive deep into his word and figure out what it's saying the same way if you were studying something for school that you will find different study guides or whatever to help you understand the text do the same thing for the Bible and you'll begin to see God speak to you in the stories if if you're really trying to understand you'll begin to put yourself in the stories and 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 see what God is is um trying to tell you or even I talk about the story of Abraham all the time on the podcast about how God sent him, told him to leave his family in his country to go into um, the land that he tells him to go. That's a, a story that uh, that God is speaking to all of us through about the importance of being obedient, of just saying yes, even when we don't know the outcome. 
So again, even taking Abraham, for example, sacrificing his son, are you willing the God is saying to us, are you willing to give up what you love the most just to please me? Or the, are you willing to give up the thing that you pray so hard for just to please me? These God is always speaking to us. And so this is what I do in my quiet time. I put myself into the scripture and find the lessons in it. And I use a good study Bible to do that. I, I also sit in silence. And I have conversations with God. A lot of times I go into my quiet time too with questions that I already have. So I might be like, God, what's the lesson? So let's take me going through what I went through a couple of weeks ago. I'm in my quiet time. I'm like, okay, God, I know that you love me. I know that you will always protect me. I know that you wouldn't harm me. What's going on? What am I supposed to learn here? Where's the lesson here? And I'm asking, I got questions or when it comes to, let's say business, God, this tour is coming up. What do you, what do your people need from me? And I talk to him and I listen. Now I know how to hear God's voice. I can listen. So for, so this is just a long winded way or a long winded answer about what I do, but I will implore you as you're learning to hear God's voice to not overcomplicate it. Listen. Read the Bible because that's where he always speaks to us at. Study it as if you were studying anything else. And listen, quiet out all the noise. Quiet out all the noise. The way that I quiet out noise sometimes, if my mind is running too much, I listen to, I go into a place of worship. So I might put on a Blessed and Bossed Up playlist and listen to praise and worship. And I just sing my heart out to God and just thank him. And that really just quiets out all of this, the stuff that's going through my head, maybe school is stressful, maybe this home buying process is annoying, maybe I'm tired of doing something or I'm stressed, I don't know how this is going to work, whatever it is that's going through my mind, I just pour my heart out to God because despite what it is, whatever it is is going on, I have a lot to be grateful for and that's how I quiet my mind if it does get too noisy. But for you to sum all of that up, get a good study Bible, spend time with him and listen quiet the noise and listen. So we're at the 40 minute mark. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the podcast here. If you guys, again, if you have any questions, slide in my DMs on IG at Tatum Tamia. And uh, yeah, get your tickets for the God is my CEO tour.com. You do not want to miss that tour. And that wraps up another episode of the blessed and bossed up podcast. I will talk to you next week.